Welcome back to the podcast, The Secret of a Successful Life Series. In the last episode, it was explained how one of the most difficult church members at the church Harry and Clara served at made a major change in her life by apologizing to Clara for hurting her. This was the Lord's gentle leading to help that woman prepare to meet him with her unexpected sudden death. After Dorothy died, Harry and Clara will start to enjoy a time of less stress in the heart of the Great Depression. This episode is titled, Now We Know. Shouting with disgust, Harry moaned, Can you believe this garbage? Calling from the kitchen, Clara said, What are you reading, Harry? I'm reading a fine magazine, the Christian's Service Magazine. I'm not upset with that journal, but what they have had to report. Listen to this. A modernist preacher named J.S. Palmer in Chicago spoke in Cincinnati this last January to various Protestant and Jewish preachers. This reports that he said Christ was no more than a great prophet of a new order. Can you believe that a preacher would teach something like that? He doesn't sound anything like the preacher that I know. Well, this preacher is not going to preach that junk. What a terrible thing to say about Jesus. To think that there are churches today that believe that. Then at the bottom of this article, we're told about a new commentary called McGregor's that on John that teaches that the raising of Lazarus is a artificial picture and it's impossible to accept the narrative as strictly accurate history. Sweetheart, in case you get any ideas of buying me some commentaries from my library, be very careful what you get. There's more and more of this kind of junk coming along all the time. It makes me sick. Maybe you should set the magazine down for now and eat some of this popcorn. It's almost time for our radio program. Moving Skippy away from Harry, Clara sat down while the little dog positioned himself to beg for popcorn. We have a few minutes yet before the program. What else did you find in the Christian's Service Magazine. Well, there's a report about some summer camps for high school youth. The camps are held in different parts of the country and teach some important classes for young people to become more involved in the church. You know, Clara, you and I could start a smaller version of a camp like that in our area sometime. We might get some area preachers to help teach. It would be a great way to help people know the truth. That is a great idea, but I just don't have the energy lately to do something like that. Clara McIntosh, are you sick? You always jump at the opportunity to teach others. Harry, I've just been real tired the last couple weeks. I've never felt this way before. Now, I think tomorrow we're going to see Dr. Helms to see what's going on. Now, don't you dare. Those doctor visits cost money that we can't afford. We'll see. 
Looks like it's time for your favorite radio program. Let me turn on the radio, then you can cuddle up to me. I'll hold the popcorn bowl and Skip can beg for me for a while. With the radio program starting, Harry and Clara stopped talking and began to listen intently. After a while, Harry noticed that Clara had stopped eating popcorn. Looking over at his wife, he noticed that she was fast asleep on his shoulder. Harry thought, that is mighty strange. Clara never falls asleep during this program. Like it or not, we're going to the doctor tomorrow. After the program, Harry gently picked up Clara and carried her to bed. The next morning, Clara woke up with more energy but didn't seem to remember going to bed. That is because I carried you in here, sweetheart. You fell asleep during your favorite program. Mid-morning, Harry asked Clara to come with him to get the mail. Driving the car, they stopped by Dr. Helm's office, and Harry gently but firmly said, Sweetheart, I want you to come with me to see Dr. Helm's, and I'm not going to take no for an answer. Harry, I won't stop you. I just have never felt this way before. Going into the small town doctor's office, the McIntoshes saw several people they knew waiting to see the doctor. Stepping up to the receptionist's window, Harry explained that they would like to see the doctor. Waiting for their turn to see the doctor, they were able to hear about the local gossip and the news in the area. Finally, Clara was called to see the doctor, and Harry and her walked back to the office. Hello, Reverend and Mrs. McIntosh. What brings you here today? Speaking first before Clara could, Harry explained how she was really tired lately. She even fell asleep during her favorite radio program last night. Doc, she never does that. That's right, Doctor. I, I just feel so tired lately. I've never felt this way before. Well, let's see what's going on. I have a hunch what this might be. After some testing, the doctor said, I was right. Right about what, sir? What's going on with my cleric? Oh, I think your wife will be just fine. In about seven and a half months. Congratulations. You two are going to have a baby. Clara's eyes lit up. A baby? That is wonderful. Doctor, we have wanted to have a child for some time, but we never have been able. Why is that? Clara, my guess is you have had a reduction of stress at your house and that has affected your being able to have a child. What do you mean, less stress, doctor? Oh, you don't have to be a doctor in a small town to know the kind of stress you've been facing at your church. Everyone in town knows how Dorothy Greenberg was a major stressor for you two. Amazing thing about old Dorothy, just before she died, she became one of the sweetest women in town. My guess is that when Dorothy started to treat you better, you were able to have this baby. At any rate, you should have a baby in about seven and a half months. I will need to see you for regular checkups in the coming months, but relax, Clara. You are in good health. You'll go through these tired spells. Just let your husband help you more around the house. Well, Harry has so much to do already with the church and the cows and 
other livestock. Speaking about cows, you know, I've been buying milk for my wife and me. Do you suppose there's any way we could trade out my fees for milk and eggs? I know you don't get much money these days, so maybe we could help each other out. We'll talk more about that later. For now, I want to see you back here next month. And congratulations. Walking into the lobby, the curious patients wondered what was going on with the preacher and his wife. Some of the older women had already figured it out and were talking about it. With the excited looks on their faces, Harry and Clara had a hard time keeping the news to themselves. When they arrived at the house, Clara hugged Harry and said, We're going to have a baby! This is an answer to prayer, honey. Sweetheart, let's pray about this new life. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this great news. We are so excited about having a baby. Please help us to be the parents you want us to be. Please help this child to be everything you want him or her to be. Thank you, Lord, for granting the desires of our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Harry, there's just something I don't understand. What's that, Clara? Why is it that when people are expecting a baby that they try to hide the fact for several months until it's rather obvious? I'm so excited, I'd like to tell the whole world. But proper society seems to frown on such things. We can't write our loved ones and let them know. Let's see, who should we write a note to about this? Well, there's Grandpa and Grandma Hunt in Iowa, Mother Helen, David and Anna, Walter and Julianne, yes, and my adopted parents, Frank and Betsy Benson. I don't think it would hurt to let those folks know this news. They'll be excited. They'll be praying for us. Three days later, Ralph Hunt got the mail when he noticed a letter from Clara and Harry. Walking into the house, he said, Grandma, we have a letter here from Clara and Harry. Come sit down and we'll read it together. Grandpa, you read the last letter from her. It's my turn this time. Opening the envelope, Grandma started to read. Dear Grandpa and Grandma, Harry and I have some exciting news we want to tell you. I'm going to have a baby. We just found out today and we are so excited. The baby is due in about seven and a half months. The doctor thinks everything is just fine. He even suggested that we trade him milk and eggs for his office calls. Harry and I have wanted a baby for some time now. The Lord has answered our prayers. We just wanted to tell you this. We'll be letting our other family members know, but you are the first ones we've told. Yours truly, Harry and Clara McIntosh. Folding the letter back into the envelope, Grandma quietly put her glasses away. Grandpa broke the silence. Our little Clara is going to have a baby. Well, I'll be doggone. This is wonderful. Grandpa, these are very hard times to raise a family. The Lord has been watching over those two kids. Harry's a good worker. He has provided very well for our Clara. I don't know of anyone else who could do a better job. 
you know our Mary and Oscar would be very proud of those two. You're right, Grandpa. I just wish those kids could be closer to us. Dear, you never know what God may work out for them and for us. But now we know what God has been planning for them. Thank you for joining us for this podcast. We have noticed how Harry and Clara are rejoicing at the news that they will finally be able to have a baby. This news has brought joy to many people. The next episode is titled, Unexpected Blessings, where more joy will be felt in the family before and after Clara has her baby. We invite you to listen to this episode.